When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Bucks fans? It's Real Bucks Talk. We are back live on Bucks Report and also the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michael Plus, and join as always my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Uh, welcome in, guys. Again, uh, I know a lot of heartbreak is going on right now in Bucks Nation um, as they suffered just a, a very tough loss uh, against the Los Angeles Rams. You know, give them credit. They played a good game. The Bucks, you know, they fought. They fought hard and they made it a game. It was a wild one, wild finish. Um, but it's unfortunately it's a loss. And now the 2021 season is in the books and we move on to the off season where there's going to be a lot of questions. Um, but we'll talk about, you know, the season and give our thoughts on it and how, you know, how we thought they did. And, um, but Mark, uh, first of all, as you can tell, my voice is, uh, yeah. A little weak. Uh, I was at the game yesterday and I gave it everything. Um, so I'm a little tired. I'm a little uh, worn out. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to lean on. I'm going to lean on you uh, today and hopefully uh, carry us. Yeah, well, I'm going to try. But yeah, <laughs> your voice sounds terrible, to be honest. Thank you. But, I mean, let's break down what the hell happened this last final game that eliminated the Buccaneers. Mm. The first half, you see total humiliation on all three phases anything that could have gone wrong went wrong i didn't want to jinx it but i probably should have just done it it's real bucks talk might as well be real i mean the only time the bucks beat get beat is when they beat themselves you'd go down in a hole 20 to 3 then 27 to 3 mm-hmm. you're gonna lose a game and we've said it throughout the season when rob robert green came on and uh the bye week Mentioning how the Bucks put up duds, they put up goose eggs in quarters, damn near co- halves, and that's literally what happened. Mm-hmm. Every facet of the game, offense couldn't move. Tom Brady inaccurate, execution terrible. Guys dropping balls, guys just not finishing their plays. Mm-hmm. Offensively, nothing went right. Even though they get two quick ten yard runs immediately, Lenny Fournette back money, mm-hmm. and then two terribly thrown balls, punt the ball to the Rams. Here we go. Then look at the defense. Jamel Dean drops a wide open right through his hands. Probably could have hit him in the damn face. Yeah. The I would have caught it better in his hands <laughs> in the end zone. Missing opportunities. So many times this defense did that. And then I know some of the flags. Eh. I mean, Sue, I guess, get, gets kicked in the nuts, gets pissed off, points at him, says, don't do that. Pointing is a flag nowadays. Yeah. Don't get it. But still, it's the, it's the damn playoffs. Don't beat yourself. You did. Uh, just and then special teams make your damn kicks, kick it out of the back of the end zone two times. You kick it out of bounds to give it to them at the forty. I know one time we got lucky with the turnover, mm-hmm. but this is ridiculous. Some some of this crap. And then if you think about it, Ryan Suckup makes that forty eight yarder. The Rams are we're in the lead at that point, not tie yeah. ball game. The Rams have to go down the just to tie it with us. So look at all the points where you lost in this game because you. And plus, you still had a chance to win in the end, which is mm-hmm. insane to me. That's why you don't have your damn voice. It's because they come stomping back, even though opportunity after opportunity, still, they got there and just wasn't enough. They didn't have the last play to win the game. Right. Rains came up clutch, and they did what they had to do. Opportunity made because Bucks send in all <laughs> jailhouse blitz. Yeah, and- cover zero. Yeah, yeah I mean... uh I, I'm pretty sure I died like five times <laughs> yesterday. I, I don't know how I'm alive, uh, but I'm here. And uh, yeah, it was a, a wild game, you know, just a, a lot of emotions, a lot of ups and downs. I mean, first half, I'm, you know, upset. Everyone's upset. Um, second half, you know, there's there's life being brought with the defense, you know, forcing turnovers and, you know, making the most of it. You know, you got to give them credit in the second half. They played very hard and they did their job. I mean, they, they, 
st- made a lot of stops until the last, you know, drive, unfortunately had a, uh, a brain fart, you know, when we didn't, when we didn't need one, uh, but it happened and, you know, give credit to the Rams. They took advantage, like you said, but really, yeah, the offense just wasn't in sync the whole first half. Couldn't get anything going. Um, didn't last, almost pretty much, game. pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Like you said, um, yeah, they had multiple opportunities there to get it real close going into the fourth quarter. Like they had opportunities to actually tie the game, like yeah. with lots of time left. Um, and just, left. Yeah, and just couldn't couldn't capitalize um, because either you know offensive line was banged up that obviously hurt. Couldn't get the protection on some things, but other times it was just guys couldn't get open quick enough, or the play call wasn't the right. Yeah. Uh, designed to be coverage. So it was a combination of, you know, game plan, execution of said game plan, lack of players playing up to their ability. Um, Tyler Johnson had way too many drops. Uh, you know, Mike Evans struggled. Um, but again, he balled out still, you know, given his his presence, he did well. Um, Gronk, you know, had a couple big plays, but yeah, there's just a lot of inconsistencies on both sides. Special teams was god awful. Um, <laughs> it, it, it felt like the the Rams were, you know, on our side of the field pretty much the whole game. They were starting at the forty, the fifty, the twenty eight. You know, at one point, it like just uh, just wasn't very good. Uh, but with all that said, with all that bad, I mean, they made it a game. They had an opportunity to win it. And just came up short. Now, I'll flat out say, like the first half, I, I was already getting ready to just turn the hell, turn the damn TV off. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. Sadly, that's probably my my fault. I jinxed it every time I've gone to a game. They won. Right. A lot of a lot of people left. A lot of people left at the game. I I was proud of me and my friend that I brought that we stayed, um, you know, till the end, and it was, um, you know, it was worth it. I was glad we did that and. Obviously, my body and my voice uh, took the beating, but it was uh, it was well worth it. Uh, so, I mean, let's break it down. I know we just kind of gave you a full crash course and everything that we felt. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys can get mad at any any facet of the any phase of offense, defense, or special teams. Special teams, let's just say, like Plus said, it is god awful, and something needs to be done with that that whole room there. Mm-hmm. Punt return, kick return, kicker, punter, all the above. Uh, but let's go over some of the comments before we jump into it, because I want to hit the offense in its entirety first. But uh, Alec, he said, sorry I couldn't meet up with you guys while I was in Florida. Alec, yes, well, we need to meet up. Hopefully it's a better, fun, more championship status kind of meet up, which would be really cool. Carrie over here, hello, guys, what's going on? Uh, some of these other coaching questions over here. Uh, yeah, this, this one's going to be brought up a lot too. Brady's going to retire one-on-one with Cooper Cup. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this, it's, it's, it's annoying. But let's, let's look at the offense first. I brought it up earlier. Brady's accuracy in the beginning of the game was not there. The execution on some of these plays, like the beautifully executed or beautifully set up tight end screen to cam Brate. somehow he just drops a ball it goes right in his hands mm-hmm. don't understand that we're running really well with fournette we go away from it we make ourselves one-dimensional and then get in a hole and then all hell breaks loose mm-hmm. you have a game plan that you don't want to, to get into against the rams because of their pass rush and you already know your offensive line is hurt and you put yourself in that situation that Yes, Brady is inaccurate, inaccurate passes. Hurts hurts that a lot, yeah. But your play caller has to know this and keep calling the running plays. Keep calling situations that will get the ball out faster. What's funny to me is Mike Evans balled out. There was a series where they just went to him nonstop, quick, quick. Mm-hmm. And then the next series, they don't do it. And I'm like, you're going away from what's working, just like how you got away from running in the first drive. Like, some of this shit don't make sense. and. Yeah. Leftwich gets called the best when he is just dialing it up. Not to mention he's a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing the ball. But when shit goes down, who gets the blame? Is it just Brady? Is it the offensive line? Is it the lack of weapons? 
which I can't stand hearing. Like I know everyone's going to mention it. Use what you have to your advantage. The play callers blame on that. Brady, yeah, didn't have his best game, point blank. But there's a whole lot of point finger pointing and uh, people to blame. But mm-hmm. straight up, if you're Tom Brady, you got to elevate the players around you. It's just part of what it is. The quarterback can do that. Play caller has to do better in finding ways to get those said playmakers' weapons open. And with that, I'll leave it to you. And what the hell didn't happen? Well, a lot didn't happen. And, you know, like like you said, uh, you know, offensively just couldn't execute, you know, the the game plan, like, like you were talking about, I think uh, switched up too many times. It's like, you know, you have options that are working. You had matchups that were working. Um, Scotty Miller was smoking whoever he was going up against. I don't understand why we didn't go up, you know, go to him more often. Uh, it seems like he was winning his matchup. There was... You know, it, it seemed like it was obvious that the other Rams corner, um, besides Jalen Ramsey, struggled with with speed. You know, speed being run at him, and those comeback routes were open often. And I don't understand why we just didn't keep running that. It was a, it was a play that was working, and you know, use that. You know, you don't have to always go to. Um, you know, Mike Evans, even though Mike was dominating his matchup too. So there was just little things that they, for whatever reason, didn't want to take advantage of, uh, whether it's running the football, like you said, utilizing the screen game, utilizing uh, the short passing game to, you know, Mike Evans or whoever. Uh, so that was just too inconsistent, especially in the first half. So you wasted a lot of opportunities. And then in the second half, when we were getting those turnovers, like we had to capitalize at least on one of them. And we came up over two. Yep. And that was, that was, that was pretty much the, uh, the ball game. Um, but with that said, you know, the defense, I give them credit. They made a lot of, uh, a lot of plays in that second half. And, you know, a lot of people in chat are talking about, you know, the Rams were pretty much trying to give us the game and that could be yeah. true as well. They were, they were fumbling it all over the place. And, um, you know, they were, look, just look at the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, fumble, fumble, turnover right. on downs, field goal missed, turnover on downs, punt. Look how much trash is going on. There. <laughs> All within like seven minutes of each other. So ridiculous. It, yeah. Fumble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then a touchdown. And then, and then, yeah, the last play. Yeah. That's how the cookie crumbles right there. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you have an opportunity to get the game into overtime. And Ty Bowles tries to blitz again where the blitz wasn't working all game. I mean, Matthew Stafford is one of the best against the blitz. And I thought we should have just kept doing what we were doing, which was pretty much rushing for when we were, you know, getting those turnovers, you know, keep them in front of you. Try, try to cause, uh, you know, chaos that way and see if you can get a stop. And uh, just Todd wanted to be aggressive Obviously, the play call didn't get communicated properly, I guess. I don't know. But live and die by the blitz. Was that a BA call, though? He said he called that. Maybe it was. I don't know. Whoever called it, I don't know. I Again, no risk it, no biscuit, I guess. We didn't get the biscuit this time. <laughs> well, again, just the lack of execution on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, I mean, offensively, let's just finish this. Lenny looked good times that he did get the ball made a hell of a catch that was phenomenal after one of the best catches i've seen i was like he caught that one-handed it's like that's crazy like um but yeah he played he played very well um and a lot of times he he got you know stuff for you know one or two yards but uh he he did what he could and uh definitely i mean if if the bucks can get him back for the right price i wouldn't mind seeing him come back i think he's uh reliable guy and you know obviously he's got his head on the right shoulders and i think he'd be a good a good option to have him with uh Keyshawn vaughn in the backfield i guess rojo we know he's probably gone rojo yeah. is gone that is for sure Fournette, 13 carries 51 yards 20 of that was in the first drive two touchdowns we mentioned evans kind of balled out eight catches 119 yards and a touchdown 16 targets probably should have 24 targets to be honest Gronk, a quietly good good day, just no touchdowns, which we needed. 
Mm-hmm. He was running that corner route with him a little too many times, and one of them got intercepted, which was a terrible pass by Brady. Yeah. Like I mentioned, look at the nine catches, 56 yards. He's doing anything he could to make this a game. Scotty, mm-hmm. like you're mentioning, was open a lot. They just didn't get him the ball enough. Yeah. And to be honest, hey, I think the line broke down. Yeah, I think uh, there was actually one play, and I'll have to confirm this after watching the the all twenty two. But Scotty ran a, I'm pretty sure a deep post. Um, it was it was a pass to Gronk that we completed for a first down. But Scotty had the post like wide open, and it's unfortunate. You know, Tom is just trying to get rid of the ball as quickly as he could because he's been hit. But that could have been another big play. Um, and I, I think they were trying to come back to it when he got strip sacked for the fumble. Uh, and obviously that didn't work out, but, uh, yeah, Scotty was, I mean, he was dominating his matchup and it's unfortunate that we couldn't see more of him throughout the season. Um, so hopefully he can come back and become, you know, even better and, and be a factor more, uh, next season. Yeah. And that's, that's on coaching right there. That's yeah. how are you misusing your, your players? Same right. with OJ. I mean, look at the guys, the bottom of the, this, the screen here. So mm-hmm. Cameron Bray. He was used more in OJ, maybe based off of reliability. I don't know why, because I don't know how many times I've seen him drop a ball. Yeah. The ball he caught was the damn tr- trophy last year. Tyler Johnson, even though he did have one gritty catch and he got hurt, mm-hmm. just inconsistent. It w- it's blown my mind. Like all throughout the year and the first playoff game, like what the hell? And you're, you've seen what Scotty and Tom Brady have done. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're good. <laughs> They're a good yeah. combination. I don't know what the hell doghouse he got into or why Brady didn't kind of step up and say, no, I want my guy out there. I mean, that I don't get that. And then the OJ Howard misuse, stupid. Why wasn't this guy used more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um, no, but one other thing I wanted to kind of poke on was I brought this up. PFF's highest graded QBs in division round. Look where Tom Brady's at. Did he elevate the level of play around him? Probably not. Yeah, bearing the offensive line was bad. Yeah, they didn't perform as they had because they're all pro. Tristan Wirfs is out, mm-hmm. and Jensen's playing on a shabby ankle, and Wales goes out, and Lavert comes in. People are getting pissed. No offensive line. Well, the play callers got to help with that. It's just mm-hmm. part of the game. Okay? Yeah. Things happen. Next man up. They did do that. I'm not fully mad at Tom Brady. I am a lot mad at the offensive play caller. The offensive line, you can only do so much. And then, they, yeah, credit the Rams. They just had guys after guy that could come in and, mm-hmm. and rush the edge. And then Aaron Donald not allowing any step-up room. Right. It was just a perfect combination, perfect storm for not giving those deep developing plays. That like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you got to give credit to credit to the Rams. I mean, they did a good job of, of pass rush. And, but to Mark's point, you know, the offense has the ability to counteract that with heavier personnel, which I, I thought we were going to do more of, you know, didn't see much 12 personnel with, you know, two or three tight end sets, which probably could have down 20 smart move. We did when we were down 20. Oh, real smart. Well, you know, you thought that, you know, they came, they came out with that. I think to start the game when we ran the football, you know, for those two, you know, big place. And I thought we would have continued to do that, you know, keep those guys in to help with, uh, you know, max protection and utilize Mike and whoever your other receivers are and, you know, play action. Didn't see a lot of play action. Um, you know, so there's just a, it was a game plan that had us, had me in particular confused. And I think Mark would agree as well. A lot of the fans were confused by it. Um, but you you say that because the execution wasn't there. You know, obviously, if the execution was there, maybe it would have been better. But you know, it was just a combination of everything that just didn't work. Uh, and then, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no huddle. That's another thing. When they did it, that one drive, it was working. You know, quick passes to Mike Evans. I don't know if we scored on that drive. I forget. But you know, there was a lot of things that they could have done differently and. Unfortunately, they adjusted way too late, and by the time they adjusted, the game was, um, you know, ended because of the Rams, you know, making what they did and Cooper Cup. Yeah, actually, I think that's the one where we missed the field goal. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Makes sense. Where we missed the 48 yard field goal. Yeah. And, and that brings me back to special teams. My God. I mean, special teams is the one area this team needs to seriously, seriously get better at. It is, it's been awful way too long. I mean, Pinion has been below average. I know he was dealing with injuries this year, but he was below average last year too. And I mean, that's got to be upgraded first and foremost. And he's, he's got a big contract too. Well, I think we can get out of it. I don't know if he's got dead cap uh, this year. So I would like to see that position be upgraded. Return game is just <laughs> Jalen Darden. I'm sorry, but just he doesn't look like he wants to get hit. And then because of that, he does get hit and he ends up with like five concussions that I mean, the dude's going to end his career very soon because he doesn't know how to run. He doesn't know how to stay on his feet. He tries to make all these crazy ass jukes and he goes nowhere. Like you got to learn how to run north and south and you got to learn how to run, you know, with your body and not try to juke everyone out with shake and bake all the time. Like got yourself killed yesterday because you don't know how to keep on your feet and run with aggression and and go north and south. So with, with him, I'm not going to, Sell him short as a receiver just yet. I mean, well, receiver fine, but return game, man, that's that's not your area. Yeah, he, he didn't do that in college either. I think he did it for one year. Yeah, and they like, they were just kind of pigeonholing him. Oh, you got shakes. So let's let's make you force yeah. you to be a punt returner, and it, no. it didn't work. It didn't work at all. Those poor misuse of your players. <laughs> yeah. So, coaching. Yeah, you gotta gotta figure this out, guys. Gotta be better. Use of player personnel has to be better. Um, player execution. Yeah. But this was a I, game where Brady couldn't make up for the lack of play call. Yeah. Because Brady's made up for a lot of mistakes. And it's also because the offensive line would play outstanding. Yeah. You know, when you had all five guys in there playing and, you know, and, and it was unfortunate because yesterday some of the guys just didn't play good. Uh, Alex Kappa struggled. Donovan Smith struggled. Um, Marpet has some struggles. I mean, they just struggled as a unit and you got to give credit to the Rams front. They just, they were just running after us. They were pushing the pocket. They were doing a lot of good things. Uh, the big boys, uh, Greg Gaines and Alshon Robinson was dominating and Von Miller was just having his way with uh, Donovan Smith. That's why they started calling screens towards Donovan Smith's way. And, and Donovan was just letting you know, Vaughn go upfield and it actually worked. So it was just, it just wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it though. I mean, yeah. you gotta be able to, to counter what the Rams are going to throw at you. And then, yeah, their weakness was the back end of their defense. We just didn't have time to get there. Mm-hmm. Rams was throwing it out there. I mean, every team deals with the injuries and that's why they said the locker room was so, tight nips because they kept doing the next man up mm-hmm. they knew they could kind of keep going but yeah the, offensively yeah the injuries across the offensive line probably were the biggest problem i mean look what we did to the the chiefs last year in the super bowl they didn't have their two tackles we humiliated that offensive line and made patrick mahomes look human mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's probably going to make it to his third super bowl in three years yeah well, let's not count out joe burrow yet I like Joe. I know, but Joe, <laughs> Joe, speaking of offensive lines, that poor man. Yeah, he's he gonna get hurt. I, it's sad. He's gonna he get hurt. gets hit, he gets hit a lot, but man, that guy just keeps coming back. Oh. It's like <laughs> love his confidence. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he finds a way uh, this Sunday. But yeah. yeah, I mean that the the Super Bowl should be interesting. Whether it's you know 49ers Rams or and versus Chiefs and Bengals. I think the 49ers are going to beat the Rams. I just have that feeling they're going to they're going to find a way to beat them. But uh yeah, it should that should be interesting. But, you know, back to this game, you know, going I guess we can switch gears to the defense. Like you said, again, missed opportunities for the defense in the first half as well. Um the pass the front four just couldn't do anything. Like the the Rams offensive line, they they found ways to to keep Stafford up and Stafford did a good job of just getting rid of the ball with timing and 
really it was great execution by the Rams. They had really good play design. They were flooding our, our zone coverage with a lot of guys, you know, two guys, and they were getting open with the seam routes, um, the crossers, a lot of, just a lot of good plays. And then Cooper cup, you know, just making great plays. There was another miscommunication on that long touchdown he had earlier. Um, so there was just, a, there was a lot of things, a lot of breakdowns. Um, like you said, the first drive, Jamel Dean misses that pick. You know, that that changes the game there too. Um, so yeah, there was just a lot of unfortunate bounces where they couldn't make a play in that first half to really stop the bleeding, but at the same time, they're out on the field the whole game, you know, in that first half. So it, it makes it tough uh when you have to keep going back out there and then you know the Bucks offense is turning the ball over, and then at the same time, the Rams had the ball on the 50 every drive it seemed like yeah. uh, so that didn't make it easy on anybody yeah, you just make this full circle thing again offense defense and special teams yeah there's no complimentary football yeah. that's one thing we harp on every live stream complimentary football and people are like oh no the defense has to do better the defense will do better if the offense is out there doing better too so they feed off each other if you literally expect the defense to be out there all damn day and still three and out three and out three and out it's hard yeah. That means you can't give up a first damn down or your, your shit on. I mean, man, what do you think Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, John Lynch felt like back in the day? The offense didn't do jack shit. And they were just hung out to dry. They're like, just give me someone to score like 14, mm-hmm. <laughs> 14 a game. And we'll, we'll, we'll hold down the red. Yeah. Rest. But I mean, look at TOP time of possession, 34 mm-hmm. minutes to 25. Yeah. There just you go. Him. I mean, third down efficiency. They were both terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sacks, interceptions. I mean, my gosh, talk about wanting us to win. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was that much yeah. for turnovers. Well, we won the turnover battle, and I think that was the only reason we were still in the in the game, obviously. But uh, a great comment here by Wayne. Yeah, I mean, O-line was hurt. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they fought. They, they gave it their all. They were right there at the end, and unfortunately couldn't get the, uh, the bounces there to get an o- OT. But it was still – a really good game. And yes, we are proud of the team. It was still a great year. Uh, what is it? 14 and five on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you make it to the divisional round and it just shows you how hard it is to repeat as champions. It's uh, got to have a lot to go, right? Got to have a lot of things. Um, you got to be healthy. The bucks weren't, um, and you got to have bounces that go your way in the game. Like, you know, if Mike Evans somehow catches that ball where he got, nailed on you know (laughs) if it doesn't hit the ground in half a second that we the announcer was saying we get the ball at that spot right this penalty is still alive yeah so it's just like those little things and it truly is a game of inches like i know all of you guys have seen any given sunday that speech is so true i mean half second late you don't catch it you know and there's just a lot of things that can go either your way or it can go the other team's way. So still a very good season for this team, a heck of a team that will be back, you know, next year. Um, and again, it's a lot of, it's going to come down to Tom Brady. Is he going to be back? Who knows? We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but um, so really offense, defense, special teams, just to wrap it up all in, in one, just too many miss mental errors, too many missed opportunities. And at the end of the day, we only lost by three. That's crazy. It just shows you how talented this, this team is. If they all play and execute and play together, they could beat anybody. Um, but, you know, the Rams are still a very good team as well, and they made the plays. And to give everyone their credit, if our offensive line's healthy, we probably slaughter them. Right. <laughs> if Chris Goblin's there, we probably slaughter them. But yeah, sure. You had what you had. You still got to run what you brung, and we just. Happened to lose by three. Mm-hmm. We're down 27 to three at one point. It right. Blows my mind. We came back. I, I kept texting. I go, what the hell's going on? Yeah. What the hell's going on? Like, yeah. I guess I should have went to the bathroom more because when I went to the bathroom, Mike Evans scored that long touchdown, 55 yards. And I'm like, cannons are firing. I'm like, oh man. And now it's 27 to, to 20. I'm like, how much time is left? You know, what do we have to do to get the ball back? And then of course, uh, Cam Akers fumbles, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" You know, right. now we got a full two minutes to uh, get this in. And oh, uh, 
I, I had goosebumps. I was shaking. I was like, we're going to freaking win this damn game. Yeah. I couldn't believe this is happening. Yeah. Me and my friend, me and my friend were like, I don't think we should go back to our seats. They're doing good. So we're just going to watch it on this TV here. And uh, yeah, we were just jumping up and down with the, the rest of the fans. And it was pretty crazy. I never, I never heard the stadium that loud uh, ever. It was, uh, it was rocking and, and salute to all the fans that were there. And obviously the fans watching at home. I know everybody was going nuts. Yeah, I mean, stressing. Yeah. <laughs> the boys like looking at me like, what What happened? <laughs> it's, it's not you. It's not just me. Well, like I said earlier, I had about five heart attacks. I don't know how I'm alive still. Um, <laughs> I was I was shaking all today. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm having a stroke. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Bucks fever. Hey, but... To be honest, hell of a game. They, mm-hmm. they did everything they could, everything they could. I mean, the, the, speaking on one last thing on the defense, first half, there was a lot of holding calls that weren't called on, on our defensive line. Oh, the Bears yeah. getting like belly rubbed by the center. And then almost the second half, they call it in the first drive. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. somehow we get pressure left and right. It was funny to see that. Like, yeah. Stafford having to run around or throw his little sidearms and three and outs started happening. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, defensively they gave they they crawled they, they even got excited at the end did the little row in the boat they they thought they had it and right it's the last play you didn't make up I mean maybe it's a coaching fall maybe the players just didn't execute but yeah it's a combination of everything um and, and that's you know that's why they call it the ultimate team game like we talk about eleven working as one. That includes coaching has to put the players in the right position players have to be in that position to make the play. So it just, this is why this game is so awesome. It's, uh, it brings a lot of people together. Uh, that, you know, the game after our game was wild. I mean, all the playoff games were fantastic and it truly is. That's why they call it the best football weekend uh, of the year. It was all great games. Uh, so yeah, I mean, as we move forward, you know, what's, what's next for this Bucks team? You know, a lot of questions. And obviously it starts with number 12 uh, is Tom Brady coming back. And I think once that question is answered, then it will decide how we approach this offseason. Because obviously if Tom Brady is back, they are going to do everything in their power to bring as many players back as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it's a, it's a window where you, you, you want to win another one. Um, and they have a, they have that opportunity to do so. You know what? Speaking of that, so guys, let us let us know what you thought of our breakdown of the game. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are emotional, pissed off, but still, like, gratitude to the team for putting it all out in the line last game of the game or last game of the year. But let's look at the amount of guys that the Bucks have to resign and how vital these guys are. So under contract or not under contract. Five starters on, on the offensive side mm-hmm. and five starters on the defensive side. Think about that. You got to resign. We're talking about Chris Godwin on offense, Ryan Jensen, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. and where's the other one? Here we go. Alex Kappa. Those right. are five starters. And then that's it could be considered six if Brady goes. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's crazy. Like it could it all Brady's a big the chip. Mm-hmm. He, Comes back, I guarantee you. Chris Godwin comes back. Ryan right. Jensen comes back. Fournette's like, oh, I want to run it back with my dude. Like all these guys, are, maybe Kappa goes after money, but mm-hmm. offensively, Brady's your guy. I mean, it, it's going to be hard to keep these guys, especially if Brady doesn't come back. Godwin ain't going to come here, <laughs> unless they go after some other quarterback. But I mean, that's another conversation to have. But speaking of our guys right now. How hard is this going to be? Well, I mean, let's let's just put this out there. If the Bucks want the the player back, they they can do it. So, money, salary cap, all that stuff, it, it's not going to be it's not going to be a factor um, because if the team wants you back, they'll they'll find a way. They'll they'll do whatever they they have to to get you back. So, really, like I said earlier, it's the domino effect of Tom Brady. So. If Tom comes out, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play another season. I'm gonna be 45 years old, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, you know, 
get that eight Super Bowl ring because I'm I'm pissed off. Damn it, you know I want revenge. I hate the Rams. He's going to come after everybody, and uh, you know we'll we'll see what it can what can take place and and chase that perfection that you know he's trying to achieve. So that will be the first step. That'll be the first step. They have to figure out if Tom is coming back, and obviously they're going to give him time. I'm sure Tom's going to make a decision. I would say at the latest, he would make a decision before free agency comes around. Um, you know, obviously probably the end of February, I'm sure he'll make a he'll make a decision. We'll probably hear from Tom probably in the like within the next week. I'm sure um, he'll make he'll make some type of decision on this. And then once that's decided, then obviously we know where we have to go. Do we have to trade for a quarterback? Do we do we put ourselves in the the Russell Wilson, uh, you know, sweepstakes? Uh, you know, do we try to get a a uh, a Derek Carr? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, you know, name's gonna come up. What? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers. Uh, now Rodgers would be tougher, and the same thing with—I mean—they would all be tough because Rodgers and Wilson are are in the NFC, and you know NFC teams don't like to trade to NFC teams, so it would be expensive. Um, it, so I mean, it's tough. It's like, <laughs> you know, do you go with Kyle Trask? Is Kyle Trask ready? I don't know. Um, Blaine Gabbert. Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Do you do you draft another quarterback? You, you know, you're sitting at, you know, pick 27. Are you going to take quarterback in the first round? I don't know about this draft class. I haven't really studied it a lot. I'm not sure who, you know, is starter ready. Can you find a, a Mac Jones? Can you find, you know, a guy that can come in and, and play right away? You'd have to change a lot of things. Obviously, you can't be a pass-heavy team if you're starting a rookie quarterback. You'd have to do some different things. You have to load up on defense. Um, it, it would be it'd be different. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, offensively, just team-wise, Brady holds the chips to the team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just be flat out about that. And I mean, that's just offensively. Look at defense. You got another five starters over here. You got JPP, who, yeah, his his shoulder, his knee, everything. He's gonna get surgery in the offseason. Do the Bucks even want to bring him back? But that's a starter. You mm-hmm. have Dominican Sue, another one. Does he retire? Does he even want to keep continue playing? Golson, another big interior guy that has gone crazy. His upward trajectory of his career has been insane. Uh, where's where's the rest of these? It's three. Carlton Davis. You're C B one right there. Yeah. Fourth starter right there. And then here's another massive one. My boy, Jordan Whitehead, only 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Massive playmaker, turnover machine. That's five starters, huge on every level. Two on the interior line, one corner, your number one corner, and your safety. Do they let him go and let Whitehead, uh, Whitehead uh, White, Mike Edwards, and the mm-hmm. interim kind of run around, or do they want to bring him back? Like you said, the money's funny, but that's a lot of money to be throwing around and right. guarantee you Sue doesn't take a, a discount because they didn't do it this year. They're not going to do it next year. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, they're, they'd have to get creative with their contract contract structure. Uh, and again, I'll, I'll say you can bring all these guys back if they really want to, they can bring them all back. Um, they, it just depends on how much money you want to push down the road. You know, how much do you want to put more on that credit card? Um, do you want to max it out? And obviously I think they would max it out if Tom Brady uh, returns. So again, it's all going to come down to Tom and also your coaching staff is going to change. You know, that's going to be different is Bruce Arians going to be calling plays because Byron Leftwich looks like he is probably going to get a job to Jacksonville. I mean, he's going to the second interview and I think he's a good candidate for it. So, I mean, he, he could be gone. Todd Bowles could get a head coaching job. So it just depends on how different the staff's going to look. I think we'll also change some things. Um, so that'll be interesting. So a lot of a lot of stuff is is going to go down this offseason for sure. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're probably saying, "Oh, because my voice sounds horrible," and I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for for that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all sad. It, it sucks. I mean, it, it sucks losing. I mean, no one wants to lose. I mean, and you know, the big thing is we had an opportunity to have 
the NFC championship game here next Sunday. And just uh, it stinks that you're so close to getting to that Super Bowl. Because obviously, if we, we were playing next week, we probably would have made it. We probably right. would have made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And because uh, Tom's not going to not get that close and, and let the team lose. So it's just, it's tough, but got to move on. And obviously, uh, there's still a lot of hope for this team going forward. A lot of talent still left. So really now it's going to come down to these younger guys. Got to develop. Joe Tryon, Shoinka, it's got to get better. Um, a lot of a lot of the younger players on offense and defense have to develop and get stronger. That's the thing. So if you let JPP go, mm-hmm. you're saying JTS is the guy you drafted to groom into that position, and he has to take over that lead dog role, be good in run stopping, and Anthony Nelson – Still one more year, but I would still would think he's going to be the rotational guy. JTS is the starter, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, a lot of questions, <laughs> a lot of yeah. questions. Brady holds all the all the answers, to be honest. But I mean, Golson's huge, and then all these role players. Sinny's there. Rojo's gone. OJ's gone. I mean, I know I like him, but no one else <laughs> seems to like him. Uh, and just role players like. Perriman gone, Watson likely gone, D. Delaney, he's in there too. So there's a lot of contributors there. I mean, McClendon, he's the oldest (laughs) defensive tackle in the game right now. Yeah. He should just retire, but. Right. Speak on on the coaching staff. I mean, Mm -hmm. so if which goes, you know, B.A. said he'd probably take over the play call duties. It'd be funny. Would we be better? Would we be worse? Yeah. In that situation. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think they would, uh, you know, hopefully give, you know, Harold Goodwin a, an opportunity to call plays. I, I would like to see what he could do. You know, obviously he's never done it, um, but I would like to see his input. I think you would get maybe a more physical attack on offense, maybe a more just diverse in the run game and have that pass game balance that we're looking for. Um, and, and give him credit because he's the reason this run game looked a lot better than what it was. Um, yeah, he brought some creativity with the zone runs and the the shotgun runs, and there was a lot of different things. So got to give him credit to that. And if maybe we would have ran it just a little bit more, maybe we would have seen um, more production. Obviously, Fournette was on his way to a thousand yards. He got hurt. So there's good things in the running game and. You know, offensively, I think there's still a lot there. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting with the coaching staff who they let take over uh, those duties, who gets promoted. Oh, and I want to bring up this comment. Thanks for your work all season. You have good insight, and I like your perspective on everything. Very balanced and not emotionally charged. Tina Morton Bender, thank you very much for that comment. Actually, it means a lot to both of us. Guarantee it. We, we bring emotion sometimes. It's more just wanting the team to do better and improve in areas where if we as fans kind of see it, you you hope they kind of fix, but thank you for the acknowledgement on that. That's um, that means a lot to us. Yeah. Thank you, Tina. Uh, we're going to try to get even better. Um, you know, we're always looking to improve, try to improve the content. So that's, uh, that's our goal. Uh, it's going to be a lot of draft coverage. We're going to be shifting kind of our coverage this off season. So it's going to be, a little different. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, not going to see as many live streams uh, throughout the off season. So, going to try to do more videos where we just break, uh, you know, different things down um, and give you more uh, analysis. And really, that's I think our bread and butter. And I think that's what we're going to try to focus on. Uh, you know, more showing you guys instead of just seeing our our pretty faces here talking. <laughs> talking football and uh but we always enjoy talking with you guys so we're going to try to do you know live streams every now and then uh to keep you guys involved uh but i think a lot of people want to see more x's and o's film breakdown and that's that's where we're gonna try to really amp it up this off season yeah because i mean it's one thing for us to say like who the hell is this guy when when we actually show it to you and you can see Mm -hmm. it coming to fruition it's not just us making shit up <laughs> yeah exactly oh, like, cool. oh we could you know everyone can hey krillin um you know everybody you know can come out and say this and that but we like to to back it up with facts and 
and back it up with the tape because the tape doesn't lie. Um, so I know a lot of people in here watch game tape. Corey Hall is one of them. He watches a lot of tape. You know, all these guys in here, you guys watch the film. So uh, that's why we do this channel uh, because we appreciate um, all the support that you guys give us. And we just try to put it back out there for you. Absolutely. And thanks for all the appreciation you guys are given. Just the feedback and everything you kind of i've said this before you drive the show and it means a lot to us uh but Corey hall speaking of he says no we need jpp because he sets the edge mm -hmm. what do you think he about does. that he does i mean and again it just depends on his body um and what kind of contract he wants um you know what can we get him back for again like i said earlier we can get all these guys back it just depends what the bucks want to offer and how much do they value uh, said player. Um, I, I think JPP would love to come back. Uh, this is his home. He, he loves it here. He loves his team, but it just depends on how his body is going forward. I mean, it just seems like he is breaking down, unfortunately, but man, that guy gives it his all. He, he plays with a lot of heart and you can't replace that. It's kind of like Ryan Jensen. I don't see Ryan Jensen going anywhere uh, just because of how he plays. And I don't feel like they're ready uh, to move to to Robert Hainsey as the center, especially if Tom Brady is your quarterback. Not at all. I mean, yeah. And for, from hearing his press conference, Ryan Jensen, he just seemed, he's like, this is home. This is where mm -hmm. I want to be. Yeah. He still thinks he's playing at a high level. I, I think he just wants to be here. Like the locker room for all of them, I think they're just, this is where they do want to be. And they feel like there's unfinished business and things they need to fix, fix up. But uh, uh, so here we go. Krillin asked, "Did we talk about the right tackle backup Wells I mean, during the game?" Yeah, just he just he that. struggled. I mean, it was a it was a fight. I mean, he was battling his own injuries. He was hobbling on an ankle, quad, and he did the best he could. I mean, was it good enough? Obviously, it was inconsistent. But yeah. you know, that's what they had. You know, could they have done different things to help him out? Absolutely. Did they? Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, they thought they did, but they went to the well one too many times. Even the announcer said it. It's like there's only yeah. so many damn times you can run a screen, mm -hmm. a running back screen. To be honest, like, right? Well, it's not. It's not even like the screens. I would just like to see them keep extra guys in to help. You know, max protect, and a lot of it they just didn't. They were afraid to just have Mike Evans and and maybe Gronk or someone else go out and routes have two man or three man route combinations and i thought they could have done it and i think it would have worked unfortunately they didn't use their personnel right like we talked about um i think scotty had a matchup and for whatever yeah. reason they they went to it way too late and they should have went to it more because he was open quite often i'm very excited to see the uh the all 22 because that'll probably prove my point is correct um so can't wait to to watch that yeah and be prepared guys i'll probably be up on wednesday uh, but let's look at the latest on the Tom Brady. And now who's the biggest influence? The woman. Tom Brady, <laughs> this is retirement. It pains Giselle to see me get hit. <laughs> it always goes to the wife. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, of course, Tom's going to say that. I mean, Giselle doesn't want to see Tom get hit. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You know, obviously a person you love, you don't, want to see them get hurt um but at the same time i mean if giselle had it had her way i mean tom would have been retired a long time ago um so i think it's going to come down to tom what does he you know what does he want to do he always talked about playing till 45 and that would be one more year and i think he's he's still playing at an extremely high level uh, and he had one of his best seasons as a pro uh, this last year, you know, obviously the, the inconsistencies yesterday was unfortunate, but again, he still made a lot of plays in that game to help us come back and win. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, I think he's got a, a lot for him to come back. I think he knows how good this team is and I think they could definitely be back in this position next year and, and, and ultimately get to that prize again. Yeah, I think regardless of what fans think or anyone else thinks, I think Brady just has a fire. It, is, it didn't look like he was 
tossing it in. He just looked like upset after a loss again. Mm-hmm. I think like you, you mentioned again, he talked about 45 is his at the time. I mean, he's, he's most health. This is the most healthy season. I think he's had in a while. Right. He didn't have any injuries or anything. I, to me, I think he just has this one last year and it's like a, a prove it, show it, get pissed off every game. And I'm going to show you what the hell I can do. And, even break records that he had this year. Cause I mean, this was almost on par of what he did last year, which is an extra game added. So it's kind of, kind of weird, but I mean, does it, does Gel does Zell have a influence? Absolutely. Oh does yeah. Influence. Absolutely. But he'll talk about that. I mean, family's number one to him and, <laughs> and you know, and it's number one to a lot of us. And, you know, obviously, you know, that plays a part, you know, being with his kids more, you know, that's, that's a huge, huge thing. I mean, I think his son is going into high school. So obviously, you know, that is, you know, that's a big time of his life. Um, so he, he wants to be there more for them. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously he's got decisions to make and it, it won't be easy, but I think we all saw yesterday, the guy is still playing at a tremendous level and he still has an opportunity to, to take this team to where it wants to be. And that's another championship. Uh, but if he does retire, then I salute him and I thank him for the championship he did get us, especially in one of the hardest seasons ever with COVID and everything that went on. So and we will always have that championship. We'll always have two championships, and we're very thankful for that. And think about this, guys. Like the two years he's been here, we've been best the winners. Best seasons. Like there was no roller coaster. It was just consistently getting better good you, you knew you were going to win games that you should have won and you just expected to win games mm. how long it's been since a, a buck fan like oh yeah we're going to get we got this one we got it like or even if we we're down we're, no we're coming back like it like it's been a while a long while and just every game you could see him dialing it up executing and you're like there he is that's the guy mm. like, and if you hadn't seen him live Damn, you missed something. And I'm I'm hoping you get one more year to do that because the guy really is that special. And there's a reason why he's called the GOAT. Grilling mm-hmm. Kyle Trask, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's get one more time. One more year, buddy. Let's get yeah. I mean, I I'm I want to know too. Like, yeah, is this a guy that can actually have a future? But mm-hmm. if Brady's gonna tell me one more, hell yeah, I'm going all in. I yeah, I, I think card. Yeah, exactly. I, I think for Kyle Trask, ideally this year, you would like to see him elevate his game where he can be uh, bumped up to that number two spot and he can be the backup behind you know Tom Brady. I, I think that's what you would like to see um, as a Bucks fan. And, and hopefully he can take that his game to faster processing where he can beat out a Blaine Gabbert and be on that next level. I mean, I, I think... Headwise, he has it. Let's see what mm. athletically and He's just got to bring it all together. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is the offense that, that he can succeed in for that way, right? So, but uh, I mean, hey, Tom, you make your decision. Giselle, eh, if you want to nudge one more, and that's it. If you want to give him mm. that line, go. I'm I'm good with that too. Right. But uh, I guess Krillin's saying that the son is the New York son, so. Mm. I mean, either way, he's he's gonna want to be involved with his family in general. I'm, yeah. I am gonna be excited to see Kyle Trask preseason. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, just looking at this team, like uh, big picture, I, I I think going in the offseason, I talked about it earlier. Special teams needs like a a complete total makeover. <laughs> like it needs to like it needs one of those makeovers where like just complete face torn off and like rebuilt face and, off yeah face off like off. like you need to upgrade from john travolta to nicholas cage kind of style and just yeah just rip off that band-aid and, and get it nice and and clean and yeah. then and then offensively i i think we need to i think the offensive line is okay i would like to see us get more physical i, I think we need to become a more physical offense we need to become faster. I think we need to add more speed and become a little bit more dynamic in how we call 
the offense. Um, how he, again, it goes back to utilization, but I like to see us add some more dynamic pieces to the offense. Um, get more guys that can do things like a Chris Godwin. Obviously, that's hard to easier said than done because Chris Godwin is one of a kind. But I like to see us get more guys that can make guys miss. I think that's something we're missing. And you know, running back position, I think we need to see if we can add a guy that can be a little bit more dynamic. Um, yep, exactly. I mean, let's let's see. I mean, that's yeah. another area where we love to watch yeah the nfl draft that's another drama show which is freaking amazing mm. can't wait to kind of bring you guys some prospects and show you what we're watching and leading up to that which is going to be a, a wild roller coaster ride mm. prepared for that well, i agree with you i mean maybe the left witch leaving thing could be a good thing i mean i want to run more i think we should run more and if you get two guys rotational going in and out in and out and then you get a passing game based off of that. What's better for an aging quarterback than a running game that's consistent? Don't force him to throw it so much. And hopefully Tom kind of sees that and that the offense will see that from what happened this year. Mm-hmm. Can't get one dimensional. And the Bucks almost wanted to go one dimensional every every damn game. Yeah. They call, or was that just based off how the defense is kind of going against us? We're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree with a lot of your points. We need to be more dynamic in some certain areas. Chris Godwin is a third round pick, I believe. So yeah, like you can't find a guy like him. Right. Every, every draft, there's something, someone like that. So mm-hmm. do they actually become what Chris Godwin has become? That's the other question. But I mean, yeah, there's going to be opportunities all over the place. I mean, guys fall. How the hell do we get JTS? How do we get Andrew Winfield Jr. and Tristan Wirfs in the same draft? Mm-hmm. It, it just things happen and I think it can happen again because Jason Light knows how to draft. It's just getting the guys to be used correctly. That's something where Brady kind of solved a lot of issues or hid a lot of problems. Yeah. We'll see what happens moving forward. Right. And then I guess just to add to that defensively, I big picture. I, I, I like to see us get faster up front. I think we got to get faster along the defensive line. At, at times I felt like we were just too slow up front. And I think we, we got to add some speed up there to go along with our brute strength, which is Vita Vea. Um, so I like to see us add, you know, some defensive linemen that can add athleticism, you know, like a JTS that we already have. And you put that with Shaq Barrett. I, I think that would be a good start. And then, you know, just continue to add playmakers in the back end. I, I think that would be good. And, and maybe add another linebacker or two to help out your depth to be better behind uh, Levante and Devin White. Well, I mean, let's see what KJ Britt does. Right. I mean, he, he look, he, speaking of special teams, he actually looked pretty damn good. He he did fine. I You know, shout out to him yeah, and Grant, uh, Stewart. Grant Stewart. I thought they played very well. And, you know, it, it, it helps when your punter doesn't outkick your coverage, but he did that often yesterday and, God, yeah, special teams needs a whew, needs a lift. <laughs> First round corner. Uh, but yeah. in the draft, here's a good question. Would you rather get a high cornerback in the draft or looking for agency for someone like JC Jackson or a veteran like Gilmore? It, it's gonna be interesting. You know, obviously they're they're gonna bring back Carlton. You know, they're not gonna let him go. He's the, the best corner on the team and I thought Jamel Dean played very well uh, down the stretch. I, I like him. Sean Murphy bunting, I don't know. I don't know what you have with him. It just seems very up and down with him. Uh, but you got guys that are coming up for contracts You know, after this season. Jamel Dean, Murphy bunting will be up for contract. Mike Edwards. So they're definitely going to add some secondary pieces, I'm sure. You, know, you, you want to try to get some more dynamic playmakers back there more athleticism obviously we're going to want length uh so yeah it'd definitely be a targeted i don't know if we'll draft it high um and then free agency it's tough with free agency because corners want money you know and it's it's how much do you want to pay uh so that's a tough question i would probably draft if i was going to go for corners i would draft them but also it's depending on brady again yeah that's the big key. I would love a veteran corner. You know, obviously that would be that'd be big. You know, they went after Richard Sherman. I thought it was a good idea, but unfortunately his body broke down. So, you know, maybe you can get a you know a veteran corner. That's another question. Could you imagine if 
we had Carlton Davis and Richard Sherman on opposite mm-hmm. sides, a healthy Sherman. I mean, I feel like every time he was on the field, something good happened. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, it did. Injury shit again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it just shows you how tough it is to repeat. Like we said earlier, it's, you got to have a lot of things go right. Um, so yeah, corners, it's going to be a priority safeties, I think could be, you know, something we add. Uh, so, but I think the biggest thing you, you got to just continue to add up front, you know, the trenches, you can't have enough there. And that's where you got to continue to add and add more dynamic pieces there. Um, you look at the Rams, they had just so many guys that could come in and, and take over. Um, so that's where I want to see us add more guys that can get after the quarterback and you can help your coverage out, you know, not blitzing so much. Yeah. When you can win with your four, your genuine four guys for rush, I mean, it's insane. So mm-hmm. you're mentioning the guys you have Aaron Donald had a sack. Von Miller had a sack. Leonard Floyd had a sack. And where's this other guy that Obo Okoronkowo? I can't pronounce it, but sorry for doing that. I mean, just the guys they just had going nonstop. Greg Gaines pushing the pocket you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. They just have gifted, lengthy, speed rushers on the outside. Yeah, they went out and got Von Miller, but maybe that's an example. We we have Shaq, who's a technician, and JTS, who's just coming up. Maybe add to that. Find a way. And mm-hmm. then the defense can add another layer because when the pressure's there, the secondary gets help. So... Yeah. Then I mean, you don't have to rely on these zone fire blitzes and z- cover zeros because your front yeah. four can do it yourself or front yeah. five can do it themselves. Yeah. You can't, I know you sign back Vita Vea, but you can't keep relying on him to mm-hmm. occupy all these guys because he's almost hurt every year too now because he, because he has to do that job. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's probably like, you know, high level, um, look at it you know how they need to attack this offseason so i want to see more dynamic things added to the offense and then they need to get more speed and more athleticism up front on the defense so really bottom line i just want to see them get more athletic uh where they can be faster i I felt like at times they were just a little bit too slow on both sides of the ball um and it kind of affected their play um especially when you're facing defenses that you have to get the ball out quick and if you have to do that, you got to make people miss. And for a lot of the times, we just didn't have that guy that can make a guy miss and, and get extra yards. Yeah, the Godwin play got eliminated. I mean, AB would be the guy doing the same thing. A quick right. receiver screen, make a guy miss and go. Mm-hmm. Root out. We even try it because I guess the personnel. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe we need to find another one. Mm. Where What round you drafted, I don't know, but you got to find a way. Definitely have to challenge Tyler Johnson because I don't think he's it right now. It, it's it's unfortunate. So, and that's another thing. You know, how do these guys come back? You know, the the certain players that didn't play very well. You know, how do they raise their game to that next level? Devin White, he, he's a guy that, you know, obviously needs to take his game to that next elite level. And he talked about it in his presser mm-hmm. too. Like mm-hmm. he's balances awareness with his aggression and know when to actually go downhill like a bat out of hell and when to actually stay back and know they're going to try and do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, Krillin, Mark drinking that nighttime tumbler whiskey. It's good stuff. I debated it, but it is <laughs> a real nice one to be exact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, anything else, guys? And plus, do you have any other final issues or comments? Mm, no, I'm going to probably get away from football and then come back real strong with our, you know, obviously film studies that will come out and we'll start breaking down, breaking down the draft and and see what's out there. Obviously it's just from a early look, it looks like it's a strong skill, skilled class, you know, running backs, receivers, tight ends. It looks pretty good. Offensive line has some, some talent. Defensive tackles kind of weak, unfortunately. Uh, cornerbacks look good, so there, there's a lot of you know good positions that fit the Bucks' needs, um, which is which is nice. Um, so yeah, just looking forward to that. Obviously, the off season is going to be wild as it always is, and can't wait to share it with all of you guys.
It's going to be an ongoing drama-filled show. Maybe we'll bring in a live stream if something big happens. If something big yeah. happens, then we're going to bring the live stream back. But right now, we're focusing on bringing you the content you guys really watch and want, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like the film breakdowns and the draft coverage stuff. So be prepared, guys. Be prepared. Yep. Yep, and I, I, I think that's it. So we're going to wrap it up. I know it was... Hopefully this show didn't depress you too much. We, we try to be positive. I know it's a sad time in Tampa Bay. It's going to take a lot of us a couple of days to get over this. Um, you know, I had to distract myself today, so it, it's, it's going to be tough, um, but this team's going to bounce back and we'll see how they uh, put everything together. And we're going to do our best to, to bring that coverage to you. But with that said, I'm not sure when you'll see our faces again, but you'll probably hear our voices here soon and uh, can't wait. And as always, go Bucks until the next one. Thanks, y'all.